0: The Partners in Crime podcast is sponsored by Hey Sugar Shop. Visit Hey Sugar Shop at www.heysugarshop.com or join them on Twitter at Hey Sugar Shop. One bite and you'll be smitten.
1: Hello.
0: What's up, YPD Nation? It's your girl Kayla at Reality PD Bingo. And Donna at the Hick Life.
2: Hey, Kayla, is it good to be home from your trip? Are you finally getting settled
0: back? I am. Um, there is such a thing as a vacation that lasts too long. Um, we had a lot of fun. We saw a lot of amazing things and met a lot of really great people. And, um, but yes, I am glad to be home. And, spe- you know, that oddly enough, one of those people that I met on my journey was Donna. We finally That's got to right. meet, and I was super excited about that. And it was everything that I imagined it would be. <laughs> Me too. It wasn't weird. It wasn't awkward. It, it was wasn't. Just, you know, it was awesome. You know, it, was, it was weird that it wasn't weird and awkward. You know what I mean? Like, I've never kind of yeah. had that meeting of someone that I felt like I already knew. And then when the time came, it just, because I was, I was expecting a little bit of awkwardness from both of yeah. us. Yeah. <laughs> and it just, it, it was not, it was nice. So it was a pleasure meeting you and I cannot wait for us to get back together. Um, I can't I, either. yeah, I had the pleasure of meeting your husband, <clears throat> Pat. yes, And <laughs> I, <laughs> that's a story for another day. And yeah. I was also very lucky to meet Sam. Um, yes. as most of our friends on Twitter know, last Friday you had, you know, you had to put him down, um, because he's been very ill and you have taken so good care of him. And I know it was like really difficult what you had to go through. And I'm so happy that, you know, you were able to come to that decision and be strong enough to do that because, you know, (sighs) I can't imagine being put in that situation. So, and I, you know, eventually one day I will have to make that decision, but, um, I just wanted to let you know that I'm very sorry and that, you know, so many of our friends on Twitter knew Sam or knew of him. Cause she, you know, posted pictures of him and stuff, right. um, you know, and, and they, they kind of like went on this journey in a way with you. So, um, for, for everybody, you know, that loves animals and, you know, like I said, friends of ours on Twitter, I just want to say, we love you from all of them, even though they can't say it. Oh, thank you. You know, it's, it's
2: been difficult and it's still quite new. And, um, I do thank you. Thank you for that. And you've been, you know, a great source of comfort to me as as my friend. And, um, I want to thank everyone on Twitter for all the kind words and comments that they've made because it's, it's nice to see. And, and it was a, it was a horrible, horrible situation all the way around. And I'm glad that he's at peace. And um, yeah. it's something that I'm still trying to deal with um, and it's, it's not easy, but um, you know, I deal a lot of times with my emotions through humor and that's what I'm hoping to do right now in the podcast. Well, just to, you
0: know, yeah. <laughs> I, w- I will tell you this. Um, it has been extremely humorous listening to you over the past couple days um, when we've tried to get our notes together, because girl, <laughs> you are watching live PD and having cocktails on Friday because your yes. notes make no sense. Okay. And so this is going to be fun because we're relying on my memory. And this we are. This is kind of like the blind leading the blind, if you know what I mean. Let me Let me just explain. Okay. We make copious
2: notes. Whenever we do this podcast. So we typically yes. will tweet to the show. Then we watch it again and we make notes. Well,
1: mm-hmm.
2: I was not going to be tweeting on Friday night. Friday was actually the day that, that Sam passed away. So th- I was distraught. There was no way I was going to be tweeting during live PD. Also, FYI, I don't drink. Ever. <laughs> like I don't drink. I'm not a person that really likes alcohol, doesn't enjoy alcohol. And so, but after everything that happened with Sam, I'm like, I need a drink. You know, I hear people say it. So I think, well, it must help. So I think, oh, no, I'll, it I'll does. have a drink. Well, I decided that I would take, in a drunken stupor, and, and by the way, I had two drinks. That's it. Okay, two drinks. I decide I'm just going to take my notes and just do it during live PD. Girl, these <laughs> notes are showing themselves. So as we go through recapping friday night i will share little tidbits from my friggin' notes
0: that i wrote (laughs) because they are redonk okay and you know the the funny the funny part about it is you are a lightweight when it comes to alcohol because i remember when we were at the tiki bar and i had started i had a bloody mary um with lunch Uh and um so I was already ahead of you and the one in the restaurant was much larger than the one that they served out at the bar. And so when, then I had another one there. And so when I'm literally just, I wasn't even really feeling that buzzed yet from, and I turned to you and you're like, girl, <laughs> I think I'm buzzed. So I know you're lightweight when it comes to alcohol, which is, and why- I had, had a half
2: of a clear little teeny cup, like at that point. I, these are not solo cups. Okay. These are more like Dixie cups, these clear Dixie cups. And I had
0: only a half at that point and I was already buzzed.
2: That's what I would "Ah." call an
0: appetizer. I mean, those little cups, girl, those little cups, when you brought, when you brought that, um, second Bloody Mary to me, I literally was like, oh, is this a sample? I was like, I don't know. But Donna, you
1: know,
2: was like talking all slurry and, and ridiculous. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. So yeah. on Friday, we started out in Slidell, which is, did we now? We did. Okay. <laughs> we did. We did. It was the, it, remember, it was the parking lot situation right out the gate. The man that was wanted for two armed robberies, and he was sitting in his car in the parking lot. And so they were pulled up. The officers had their cars. Pulled up next to each other, you know, like they were just gabbing or whatever, but they were really watching him and they Uh said that when he, um, turned over the ignition, when he, when he cranked, basically when he cranked the car up, that's when they were going to move in on him. I'm a little unsure what that was all about. I'm sure, you know, I mean, I don't understand, but, um, so when the, so he, he turned over the car and he cranked it up and then they went and then they, it, it was funny because all of a sudden I just, we just saw the two officers cars. There's more cars that pull up. And one of those cars was one of my new best friends, officer Jake Morris and canine. K-9 okay, K-9.
2: Well, let me just say how I know this. Cause I'm going to read my notes to you. Are you ready?
1: Okay. Here's my mm-hmm. notes
2: on this whole scene. Dude acting all surprised, period. Jake Morris, period.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, okay. Well, at least you got the most important part of the incident down. That is, it was Jake Morris. Um, But yeah, so they, you know, some of the other officers that were there also, you know, they get the suspect handcuffed, you know, and he's all like, what did I do? What did I do? And he's like. (laughs) Oh, well, they're in line the to surprise. Well, okay. yeah, because, and they're like, you know, you have some warrants for you. And I guess they told him that it was for burglary. And he goes, I didn't burglar anything. <laughs> what did he just say? I didn't burglar anything. So, yeah. so um, But it was nice seeing Officer Jake Morris, you know, and K9 Kano, who that dog, You let me tell you, people, that dog, <laughs> the size on TV is misleading. For some reason, Kano Kano looks ginormous in person. I mean, he's Uh a big dog. He is the only dog that I've ever come in contact with, other than a pit bull, that intimidated me. Like, right off the bat. Because I always want to be their friend. You know what I mean? Because I'm a dog lover. Um, All other, you know, police canines, I haven't, I mean, I've noticed how large they were. But they didn't intimidate me as far as, like, just, you know, just the visual of them. Right. This one on the other hand, honey. I don't know what it is about that dog, but he kind of scared me. <laughs> so I wouldn't pet him until <laughs> after my husband did. Oh, funny. It's, I mean, he intimidated me that much. And then when I petted him, I was still, I was still nervous. And, um, but meeting him was really amazing. And K9 Kano is just a gorgeous dog. But, um, so yes, yeah, so it was nice seeing them. They arrested the dude. Um, you know, it was nothing too crazy, but that's how we started the show on Friday. Mm-hmm. And then we go over to Richland County where um, Lieutenant Danny Brown and Sergeant Stephen Tapler are together on the lineup for Richland County on Friday. <clears throat> Excuse me. I'm dealing with allergies and I'm, my asthma is kind of doing. A well, that was thing. a good hack. You probably got it up there. So that's, oh, okay. gotta, yeah. I, I give you an 8.5 on that hack.
1: That okay. Was sorry. I mean, I was okay. Just like,
0: okay. No, it was um, a good one. It was a good one. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> um, but you see him pulling the car and there's like this, this guy just kind of like moseying across the parking lot with a drink. And I think that's who they're stopping, but no, Danny Brown is already out of his car and he's already running in the other direction, telling this guy to stop. And he's uh-huh. like, stop. And he's like, don't do it don't do it. (laughs) He gets the guy up against the wall and he is trying to handcuff him. And he was just like, you know, uh, get your hand. Oh, he kept going, putting him wanting to put his hands in his pockets. And Danny Brown was like, don't do it. Get your hand out of your pockets. Don't put your hand in your pockets. And then he said, you hear him say, open your hand. Oh, so I guess he was clenching one of his hands. So the suspect has crack in his hand. And Mm -hmm. then there's also some crack on the front seat of the car. Again, I was looking at the wrong dude when they first pulled up. So the fact that he had already gotten out of the car and got this guy and then there's crack in his hand and then, you know, they're handcuffing him and they're searching him. Lo and behold, the dude's got, you know, quite a good amount of marijuana on him. But it's just what is the deal with crack making a comeback? I don't know. Crack is black. Crack you know, the famous words of Whitney Houston. Yeah, so he gets arrested and he goes Mm -hmm. to jail. And that was pretty much the end of that story. And I'm interested to know what your notes are on that scene. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Um. Please say that your crack is
2: whack. (laughs) Okay. It says dude and then like a slash crack in his hand and then it says D B runs to find other dude.
0: What <laughs> that's all <it> says. <laughs> that you know what? That's right, because Lieutenant Danny Brown did because he told Sergeant Tapler is the one who secured that dude and put him in cuffs and everything. And he took off running because he said there was another guy. And so okay. he went running looking for him. So that that makes na- see your your notes do kind of make sense. It just doesn't have any of the detail, but since I had the details roughly, now your okay. your notes are okay. making sense. Okay. So yeah. So.
2: <laughs>
0: but they. When do you get know, my think... notes
2: on the next one?
0: Because my notes oh, okay, on the wait. next. One. <laughs> oh wait! Hold on! Hold on! Hold on! Um. Um. Oh, yeah. So the, okay. So. <laughs> this is Green County.
1: Mm-hmm. Now,
0: the car is a traffic stop. And they are. Oh, stopped. good to know. Okay, good, good. Yeah, I, yeah. I had no clue. Okay, good. Yeah, it was a, it was a, um, it was a traffic stop for no tag. So the car didn't have a tag at all. It wasn't expired. It was no. I mean, it didn't have it. And um, Deputy Rutterham, who I really enjoy, by the way, is searching the female passenger after they get her out of the car for anything illegal. And the chick is all, you know. She's complaining about, I guess, they've been getting pulled over, you know, have or have been pulled over multiple times in that week. And so she's um, she's saying that, you know, we keep getting stopped. This is harassment. Excuse me. And Rutterham is like, well, the reason we stopped this vehicle is because it has no plates. If you were operating a vehicle illegally, you're going to get stopped by the cops. It has nothing to do with harassment. (laughs) Uh huh. So she's, she's very to the point, you know, she's not right. sugar coated or whatever. And, um, so of course they don't want to give permission for, you know, them to search the car. So of course, um, Corporal Craig mile is on the scene too with canine lore and uh-huh. they have him walk the perimeter of the car and sniff. And what do you know, they, they find some shake and, A pipe in the car. Okay. Yeah. So you know they get they get they again they go to jail for something so stupid. It wasn't even full on weed. It was shake, and it was a stupid little two dollar metal hand pipe. You know what I mean? Okay. See now my notes are not making sense at all. (laughs) Okay. What? (laughs) What do your What do your notes say? Okay, first, I don't know what
2: the stop is about. I didn't put that down. Then it says, "Chick, wife beater
0: and boy biscuit. (laughs) Wife, okay, so she had on a tank top and she had her hair up in a, like a little nappy bun. Okay, then it says, okay, Laura is so pretty and a big frowny face. (laughs) Oh, I understand that. And then it said found needles. Found needles. Yeah. No, honey. That was not. <laughs> no, they didn't. Laura's find so needles. pretty. I guess I guess at that point I must have had a meltdown and I just didn't even know. Uh, <laughs> no, they <laughs> didn't they didn't find needles at this stop. It was shake and a pipe. So basically these idiots um, And this is the really horrible, not horrible, but just, this is what irritates me. So the car didn't have a tag. Okay. So I don't even know if the car belonged to either one of them, but let's just say that the car did not belong to the female passenger. So this idiot basically just lied because she didn't want, you know, for whatever reason, she didn't want them to find that, um, hand pipe. So, um, shake is worthless basically, but okay, let's just, I mean, I, I can't even, what it had to been i mean just very little so we'll say so is like pot crumbs right yes exactly okay and then okay. and then the handpipe a metal handpipe at the very most uh, is like six bucks so this idiot is possibly going to go to jail for x amount of time for six dollars do you uh-huh. understand why, why i get related. so infuriated with these people Right, in her wife beater and boy biscuit. Yes, in <laughs> her wife beater and boy biscuit.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It's, I mean, it's just insanity. Anyway, so then we left that hot mess. Okay. And then we go over to El Paso, where Officer, Br- <laughs> Lord help me, Officer Bermudez is flagged down by, um, it turns out she's a homeless woman. So this woman was upset and she was accusing, all you heard is, so I mean, first she's just jabbering on and on and on about a bunch of nonsense. And then she says that she basically has been, she's being raped and beat by people selling cocaine in the blue house on the corner. Okay. Okay. And, and officer Bermudez is like, you just see him like, okay, he's, he's being very patient. I give him mad props for that she's very agitated about these people that are selling crack cocaine in the blue house and raping her and beating her. And I guess she just had recently had a heart surgery and has a new heart because she wanted to show him her scar. He said he knew about that. So obviously she's a repeat offender. Uh Um, Fortunately, we're dealing with some sort of mental illness in this incident, which is, you know, I'm that's, you know, a whole other set of circumstances. But this woman was just upset about what she perceived was going on. And you hear Bermuda say something, you know, about them preaching. And when they pan away to go to break, Mm -hmm. I just see like these, like two rows of like four or five chairs next to a fence on the side of the road in the middle of nowhere with people sitting in them. So it was like a roadside preacher, you know, the ones that travel. Yes. And they will go to a, to areas where there's a large homeless, you know, population or whatever, and they will preach to them. But it right. reminded me of how revivals are, you know, because that's, I, someone said, mentioned revival, you know, or whatever. And I was like, that's exactly it. It's like a big tent. Everybody comes. It's like, you know, it's a thing. So I was just it like, it is. I've been to many a revival. I have. Yeah. Yep. But this woman kept calling officer Muniz Poppy. She's like, Hey, <laughs> Poppy. And you know. Um, you don't just call any man your poppy, you know what sure. I mean? Um, I'm sure. not, I don't know if everyone's familiar with the term poppy, but it's like daddy in Spanish. Okay. But especially, especially the further West you go, you hear it a lot more often than you do on the, the East coast. And it's also And it's a, it's a flirty term too. You know, you'll hear women say, Hey, poppy, you know, trying to get the guy's attention, you know? And so he was wow. like. Awesome. Okay, wait,
2: well, this explains my notes, okay, because the only note I have for this whole thing that you just described is, don't call me
0: Poppy. (laughs) (laughs) And that's what he said, he looks at her and he's like, he goes, don't call me Poppy, I'm not your Poppy, but it's like, you know, it was, it was, it was funny, but it was kind of tragic at the same time, because that's not, and we're talking about this has nothing to do with anything, but just aesthetically, that was not the kind of woman you want turning to you and calling you poppy. You know what I mean? Right. right. So yeah, was that was,
2: that, those are my notes. That was
0: my big yeah. note on that one. Don't call me poppy. Yeah. So <laughs> oh, that was yeah. the deal. So nothing really came of that. Um, he was just trying to calm her down and you know, he was just trying to be like, you know, Hey, they have, they have the right to, you know, have a sermon or whatever. It's not like they were talking to no one on, like on Saturday. <laughs> You know what I mean? But yeah. on, but it was just, so she was just, you know, having some other issues and just thought crazy things were happening. So that was that. Right. <clears throat> and then we go over to green County where mm-hmm. we have corporal Creek Okay. Can I address this right now before, because I have the most probably should. Okay. I, um, have a, a, I have a difficult time saying his name. Okay. And I do, I do, I use, um, word association to remember people's names, um, because I deal with a, a lot of people and, um, in my, my business life or whatever. So, um, I am a fan of family guy and his name, when I saw it for the first time on the lineup that Dan Abrams puts out, the first thing that came ac- that I saw was quagmire,
2: right?
0: And I was all excited because I was like, Oh my God, this is going to provide me so many jokes that this officer's name is quagmire. And mm-hmm. then I realized that it wasn't that. And, yeah. but as, and I tried to say his name properly and I have a, dif- I honestly have a difficult time saying it. it's like my, it's like my tongue doesn't want to work that way. <laughs> Okay,
2: so uh, you're not, you can't. Okay, so I just want to warn people we are going to be interviewing Corporal (laughs) Craig Mile, C R A I G M I L E, Craig Mile. Yeah, and I can promise you that Kayla is going to say quagmire probably several times. Don't get bent, people. It's just how her tongue rolls. Okay, just don't get bent. But
0: but that's how I was remembering because, you know, as you know, since we take so many notes and you know, we're doing stuff through the week. Um, it's just easier for me to remember, um, his name with Cragmire. And, um, so, so I was doing that so frequently that I think that's also one of the reasons why for some reason my brain just doesn't want to associate his, the real pronunciation of his name with what I was saying. So anyway, um, so I, that's why I say it slow, just in case. So I don't want anybody saying, you know, like, why is she saying his name like that? It's because I have to stop myself, or I'm going to say Quagmire. <laughs> all right. That's so. All right. Anyway, um. Okay. So Corporal Craig <laughs> Mile is conducting a traffic stop. Again, what is up with these women in Missouri refusing to give consent to search their car? Um, oh no. <laughs> You know what I mean? It's just okay. I mean, it's happening a lot more frequently and if you've noticed over the last, you know, few weeks, it's been women. It's it's,
3: you know, it
0: it's the dude, but it's the women are getting bent, you know? So, um I know so they're all tooty. I just don't even get it.
2: I mean, there must be something in the car because if it were me, I'd just be like, "Oh yeah. Come on.
0: Yeah. Here, take it for a drive. Here's the keys. Do whatever you want." Yes. And he and so he he runs canine lore around the perimeter of the car to give in case there is anything in there that gives them probable cause. Um, and so that's what he does. And obviously, lore alerts on the car. And here's the thing: Corporal Craigmile said he asked repeatedly if there was anything in the car illegal. And, of course, mm-hmm. she, you know, he, they always say no. And then, because um, they always ask, is there anything that's going to stick, poke, or stab me? And mm-hmm. he asked this woman this repeatedly. And she kept saying, no. and you know, sometimes she would look like she, like, almost like she was offended that he would ask her if there was something like that in the car. Like, she doesn't do drugs. You know what I mean? That kind of look like. And, um, how dare you? Yes. And he asked, he, but then he asked her, when's the last time you used? (laughs) And then you kind of see her look like, you know, like, Hey, you're getting, you know, you've been called out. And then she answers Mm -hmm. him. And, and then he says again, you know, is there anything that's going to stick poker savvy? And she says, no. And then he goes, are you sure? And you hear her go, "Uh uh-huh. And then he goes, uh, yeah. And then, here comes out the syringe. Oh my goodness. Yes. And he goes, I just asked you. And then we found out. So do you remember when officer Tom O'Neill from Jeffersonville told us that the needles can actually go through the caps on a syringe? Yeah. That's so scary. Yeah. So this chick should have been tased at this point. She should have just, he should have just tased her at that point. And then, uh, and that's also when we found out, um, not from, Officer O'Neill, but from, I think it was Sticks that said that the process that officers or any first responder has to go through if they've been poked is pretty ridiculous. You know what I mean? And so, I mean, just, uh, again, it's just the things that they have to put up with on a daily basis. And they found multiple syringes in that car, by the way. You know, not just like one. And he asked her repeatedly
2: if she I mean, had it. I you mean, know. she knew they were going to find it. Why does she have to lie? It's just—it's
0: exactly. utterly ridiculous to me. I mean, exactly. And I, you know, I don't know what the what the law is in Missouri. You know what? This is—we we have to have him back on. You know, mm. and we cannot talk about canine lore when we talk to him because we have too many other questions that have to do with drugs and and crime. Right. <laughs> we cannot talk right. about canine lore. But I'm curious in Missouri if it's illegal. Excuse me, for someone to have a syringe in their possession. If they don't find any drugs, I'm just saying. If they don't find any drugs, and you have syringes, um, is that a crime? Because I know in some states it is. Right. Unless you have, you have like paraphernalia your at that point. Right. Yeah. So I'm. I'm just. I'm just curious what how that law is written. I guess I could look it up. Hey, you're a paralegal. How about you do that?
2: <laughs> I'll look it up.
0: I mean, I, I really, I really am curious about that. So yeah, that was. I mean, so what were your notes on that? Okay, here
2: are my notes. Oh my goodness, this is getting embarrassing. I must have just been drunker than Cooter Brown.
0: <laughs> I
2: put hair kerchief, not handkerchief. with H A I R, hair kerchief, flash
0: dance, and Bob Marley. What in the actual hell? because she was wearing a hair kerchief or a hair a bandana and she had on a t-shirt that had bob marley on it i'm not 100 sure where the flash dance reference <laughs> 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 but you know hey whatever was going on in your brain at the time it sounds like fun <laughs> oh my gosh this is starting mm-hmm. to get embarrassing okay and then so we go from green county and we um are over in Richland at the Palmetto Inn. Thank you, Lord. The Palmetto Inn was on. We have, I've missed that place. And, yes. <laughs> and this wasn't, you know, like any story that was, you know, big and crazy and whatever. It was basically they were responding to a um, call for car theft. Mm-hmm. And they get to the Palmetto Inn, and the guy is being put in handcuffs. And he supposedly has stolen his friend's car. Mm-hmm. And... Um, And then his friend's name is Zay, because all you hear when they get to the location is, Zay, Zay, you saying I stole your car? Zay, you hear me? And then the the camera pans, and Zay goes, I fed this guy grits and bread, and he's going to try and steal my car. And I said, Oh, thank you, oh my, my God! Because that was just—I pr- mean, that was just priceless. He fed him. He fed him grits and bread. So you shouldn't be stealing my car. But he was happy in the end because he found his Bible. It was in the truck, or in the trunk, and he holds it up. He holds it up and goes, "Jesus." <laughs> like, okay.
2: Okay. <laughs> so here's what I wrote down. Okay. <laughs> I wrote down grits and bread, so I had that right. Mm-hmm. Then I put painted bottom of car orange. I yes, don't know where the hell he that came that. from. Yes, he did. And that. then I put Jesus, y'all! Exclamation <laughs> <laughs> point.
0: The re- uh, the okay, so the the painting the car, it, he had the back bumper.
3: At the uh-huh. very
0: bottom of the bumper, there's this, like, little ledge or whatever. He painted this one little stripe at the bottom of the bumper all the way around orange. He goes, he painted my
2: car. <laughs> okay, so I did. not Okay, good. Yeah. Good to know. that Because yeah. I didn't hear that anywhere in the story. And I'm like. No, I left that part out. <laughs> and then I put Jesus, y'all.
0: So <laughs> I think I was talking to myself. I just put Jesus, y'all. Jesus. Amen. I mean you know what? I can't wait to hear your notes on the next story because <laughs> you know what? This is just, I just, I What's don't get it, but we, we had a code Brown. Okay. Let me. Let wait, me wait, 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 wait. Before I say what happened, I want to hear what your notes say. Let me find them. Okay. <laughs> because just just for the record, we have talked quite a bit about the show since the show. And you have not mentioned anything about this incident. And I think I brought it up once because you had, wait, so just so everybody knows, when uh-huh. we talked about live on Saturday morning when we talked, uh-huh. we talked about the night before about the show. And right. here is your response. I think that was the worst show ever. I was so right. bull- and I said, did we watch the same show? Okay.
2: Okay. Here are my notes. And they have okay. terrible language in them. I must have just been over everything at this point. Okay. Because I put, this man, <laughs> this, <laughs> this man done shit in the, in the F in Walmart. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you, you're so stupid you, there is something there is something really wrong with you <laughs> <laughs> after two drinks you were done by that point you said this this, this man, man done shit in, in the bleak- Walmart. <laughs> oh my god <laughs> And then, and then
2: I put, <laughs> tased like a bitch, shit. <laughs> okay. My, uh, this man touched shit
0: in the epitome. After- <laughs> okay. Well, you pretty much got, you pretty much got it correct. <laughs> <laughs> Nye County we get a the well the, the originally the call came in as a man without his pants or something like that and they never say where it's going to be you know what i mean um but for some reason stuff is just always going down at walmart um so they get to the walmart <laughs> and it turns out this man has basically pulled down his pants people <laughs> He pulled down his pants at the entrance. So I guess when you go into Walmart, there's like, I guess, like a little, you you don't walk right into the store. You know, Uh I guess there's a little, because it it, it didn't show them in the store store. It showed them like a, I guess, where they keep all their buggies and stuff.
2: Yeah, that's where the greeter usually gives you your buggy. And then you walk through the doors and go into the store.
0: And and there was, but the the area where this dude was at. Was was where the the greeter? (laughs) is was yeah that's what they call Isn't that the the older people that stand at the front yeah but was the, but they, was the guy that done shit that, in the no, wall was was he the greeter he he wasn't the greeter okay but he was there was this little i guess this little alcove where i guess the drink machines are yeah and that's where he was it was like he was in between the two soda machines and so he had his pants down because the officer that he said he had to literally pull he was sitting on the ground pull him up and dude had pooed everywhere, so he basically um, sat yuck. on the ground and pooped and peed. And Gross. he, I know it. Oh my god! And so <laughs> he's talking about all he's talking about is the. And the officer um, is like, you know, I. He goes. He was. He says something like, "I see you." He, well, first he, he's the guy's talking about getting tased. Mm-hmm. And that's the reason he pooped his pants. And the officer says, being tased has nothing to do with you sitting here and pooping on the floor. <laughs> right. And now, as someone who has experienced being tased, mm-hmm. um, I, thankfully, I did not relieve myself when. No, poop around. There was no, no, code, brown. no code brown when I got tased. So I, okay. I can actually say I agree with the officer because he said that he'd been tased many a times and he's never pooped a cell. <laughs> 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 and then the officer, he said some, I don't remember exactly what he said, but he said, I see you. I can't miss it. I can't <laughs> help smelling you either. <laughs> <laughs> and then this other officer comes up and he turns to the other officer. And he goes, we're going to need a plastic. <laughs> a plastic seat. And you see the other officer put his hand up to his forehead and he just starts massaging it. Oh, he, he died inside right that second.
1: <laughs> he was the one that was going to have to Oh,
2: uh, no. He's thinking, what did I do? What? Why am I having to do this? What did I do wrong?
0: <laughs> but it was the fact that he said, we're going to need a plastic seat. Kind of like. We're gonna need a bigger boat. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. That poor man. Oh my God. And so he's just like massaging his head, like, why me? But uh, yeah, but then but the guy is all about supposedly he got tased by a woman at Walmart. That was never proven. Um, and that, that was why he pooped. He was <laughs> tased like a bitch, which would mean my niche yes, thanks, Yeah. Man because he had so many different descriptors of how he was tased throughout this whole situation. He was, he was tased like a, a mother effer. He was tased like this. And, and it, at the very end, he was just like, I was tased like a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> oh uh, yeah, that was, that was the incident that just kept on giving. And it was the, <laughs> these camera guys, come on. They are so shady. I they mean, got right up on the backside of him because his pa- his underwear were just hanging down around his knees and they had the stuff all on them. And <laughs> the guy got all up close and personal with that Zoom lens. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. then, um, and then I guess they came after giving us that view for, you know, way too long. Then they came, <laughs> and even Dan Abrams goes, you know, something like you got. You know, thank God the cameraman gave us a different angle. Or whatever. Oh my goodness! Yeah, it was it was just too much. And then um, the only thing else that was really memorable for me on Friday um, was the incident in Slidell it was a burglary call, and um, they showed up, and I was, and the first thing I thought was, "How does the dude <laughs> even know that his house got burglarized?" Because. <laughs> It was like a scene out of Hoarders.
2: There was... Wait, excuse me. You have to understand why I'm laughing. Because until you say it, I go down and I look at my notes. So when you're saying, okay, well, in Slidell, there was this. So I'm scanning my notes. And when I start laughing, it's because I see what I wrote down. Because I haven't really gone over these things with a fine-tooth comb. Obviously. What's in my notes? My notes for this one. And then I'll let you continue. <laughs> I can't understand a damn thing this guy's saying. I give up.
0: <laughs> Are you serious? Is that what your I'm note ser- says? That's what it says. I can't understand a damn thing this guy's saying. I give up. I completely see that man. Made- That makes sense because the whole scene didn't make sense. How do you know you got, how do you know that your house got burglarized when you're living in a hoarder situation and not a hoarder, just like a nice size collection of, you know, hot, hot wheel cars or Barbie dolls or whatever, you know, those nice, clean, organized collections. No, this was hoarding. Like the kind that they make shows about. And I was like, how does he know? if or what, or if anything was taken. And, but right. see my whole, the whole thing about that incident wasn't even that it's when they go to walk around where they originally were. And there's this post person um, made of it. It's, it's like a post with arms and it's got different colored um, rope wrapped around each limb of this post thing. Girl, that straight up looked like, like a yard voodoo art? doll. Was it no, a
1: like
0: girl? I don't know what it was, but it straight up looked like a voodoo doll. And I'm talking Ooh. about like a six-foot-tall voodoo doll.
2: Ooh, like a life-size voodoo doll?
0: Yes. That's girl, crazy. let me okay. And somebody else made the same connection because, oh, manic knoll, that the account Man, manic knoll, her mm-hmm. accounts or his account, whatever. I don't even know if it's male or female. Their account cracks me up. And they were like how about the fact that <laughs> there's a full size new <laughs> doll in there, and that's this man's front yard? Nobody going to address that. <laughs> so that well, was he hard that, to understand, or was it just my was. ears? Uh, okay, good. And and then he just he I don't know the whole thing was just weird because it's just like I think even the cops are probably thinking like, how do you know you were burglarized? They they couldn't even come through the house; they had to walk around to an alternate. Area that literally was, st- it was, it was, it was. I, I give them props for trying, but I would have just told that dude, you know what? When you clean this mess up, then we'll come talk to you. But until then, you on your own. well <laughs> I don't even know. All I know is I just gave up.
2: I can't understand. I can't understand a damn thing this guy is saying.
0: Wow. Oh my goodness. That, that's, it, that's it for Friday. And quite honestly, Saturday's show. What for I thought wasn't as um, action packed per se.
2: <laughs> well, I took had, good
0: notes on Saturday, well, so I'm, thought, I'm, I'm good for Saturday, yes. And see, now we flip because you took really good notes on Saturday. So I took copious
2: notes for Saturday, and they're all very coherent. I was not uh, drinking, okay. So on Saturday, we're going to start out in Nye County, and it was a domestic call. And this <laughs> woman is saying that her son and daughter-in-law were fighting mm-hmm. so you know you think and this place looks like a compound i mean there are some odd looking places don't you think in Nye county i mean they all look you know very what? Hold on.
0: i will say this that's just how that area of arizona looks it's very okay. it's very it's very dry and it's the desert you know so it looks in a lot of, a lot of places you know um houses out there that's That's basically how they look, I mean, quite honestly. Yeah, so. Well, let's just fast forward, okay? Because there's a whole
2: bunch of, you know, back and forth. And so then the police officer finally just goes on over and knocks on the door and gets the woman out. And Mm -hmm. the son's name is Cody. And I didn't catch this
0: chick's name at all. Me either. But Cody is 21 years old, just so you know.
2: And can I just say she looked, she was she looked 41 to me. What about you? She
0: did. She, whew. Yeah, she looked a little rough. What's that? What's that old fr- that yeah. old saying? She looked like she um, rode hard and hung out to dry, or something like that. What's that? Rode hard and hung up wet. <laughs> that's the old no, thing. She was she was hung up somehow. I don't remember. My dad my dad used to say some weird. Rode phrase
2: hard and hung up wet. That's how it. That's what it is. And that that was her.
0: And yeah, she tragic.
2: And the thing was Cody didn't. So I'm like, is there like, you know, a shortage of cute chicks in this area? But anyway. No, well, girl,
0: there's not, not no, wait, anyway, there it's it's not a shortage of cute chicks. It's a shortage of super kinky chicks because obviously this dude is into some weird stuff because she claimed they were just sex wrestling. Yeah. Okay.
2: Yeah.
0: I and don't know about you.
2: Like WWE. You <laughs> I mean like WWE? <laughs>
0: And, and she's, she's like, like you yeah, like when you have you know, sex. Yeah, like the kind you do when you have sex. And I was I thinking to myself, know. what kind of sex are you having, honey? That you're doing like, what do they call like um, clotheslines? And I don't know. Body this slams,
2: slams clotheslines, yes. whatever. That's, that's I mean, why
0: Cody likes this chick because. Right. She's a she's a super freak. She's a super freak. Super she's freak. She's super freaking now. Ow. Okay, I just had to get that out of my system. Sorry. Okay, continue.
2: <laughs> so then they pan over to Cody and he's describing this as just a little disagreement. That's how mm-hmm. he starts out. Like it's just just a mis- it's all just a misunderstanding. Mm-hmm. And then he pulls Cody a little further away. And Cody's like, well, yeah, you know, she hit me. And she did this and she did that. So she was abusing Cody and it was not sexy time when she was abusing Cody. Um,
0: <laughs> Wait, then, hold on. Did yeah. you see that before when he pulled him over or further over that second time, he goes, hold on, I need to move this. And he picked something up off the ground. Did you happen to see what that was? No. It was a hatchet.
2: Oh, for frig's sake. <laughs> well, well, Cody's lucky to be alive.
0: I know, I was like, Honestly. he just flung a hatchet, I'm like, who has hatchets laying around in their yard, Cody does, so, yeah, that was a weird, the whole thing was weird, and, then you, and did you hear that chick, when she was uh-huh. talking t- to the other, and she's like, well, I was being held captive in my car, <laughs> I, was, I was like, what is this, yeah, she was Something was wrong about her. Well, I mean,
2: when she starts talking about sex with blood and she learned all this from the Renaissance <laughs> and talking about stakes and people's shoulders and how they're carrying, they hang them around and carry them around and put them over fires. And I'm like, y'all listen, mama and sister, y'all need to get Cody away from this crazy bitch right now because she's nuts. Yeah.
0: She's nuts. Um, look, I don't know what kind of Renaissance she was talking about, but I'm just going to assume she was talking about the Renaissance fair or festival, um, and I'm, I'm here to say as many times as I've been to the Renaissance festival, um, I have yet to see any kind of sexual anything other than the brothel that's usually at the entrance to the Renaissance festival. And uh-huh. by brothel, I mean, you know, not a real brothel, but you know, a brothel set Right. And so I don't know what this woman's talking about.
2: I had no clue what she was talking about, but I was glad when it was over, she went to jail for abusing her husband.
0: So I was glad to see her carted <laughs> off. Um, and here, and here, and wait, wait, wait. she was carted off and they put her in handcuffs. Do you think that that was really a punishment for her?
2: It was not. <laughs> no, that's a position that she's been in many, 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 many times voluntarily. And uh, no, Ugh. that was not. Yeah, yeah, she was weird, she was weird, very weird. <laughs> but let's go over to El Paso, and this is not something that we have to talk about at length. It was just, you know, there was a lady that was evidently loitering in front of a floral shop, and the floral, the people that own the floral shop called the police because they didn't like her loitering. And mm-hmm. so um, they're talking to her, and she's smoking a cigar, and you know, she's got, how do I say this? She's got a strong chin. Let's just say that this lady had a strong chin, and she's smoking a cigar. But the thing that kills me is when she she's just saying, you know, she it's a public place. She can do whatever she wants. And then she happens to notice the camera. And then Dennis, hold your ears, because here's what she said. I'm on TV. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. I mean, oh, it was like. Okay, lady, calm down. Go smoke your cigar, whatever. So that I mean, that's all we have to say. <laughs> but just the fact that she just looked at the camera and just screamed that. I'm like, you know. This, she was this, happy. She was happy to be on television. She really enjoyed that. And then we're going to go over to Nye County. And um, this woman <laughs> is reporting that her tools were stolen. And they've been missing for two years, by the way. So <laughs> just yeah, not, that's. Yeah. Her missing snap-on tools or whatever that had been missing for two years. And she's standing out in front of this little car. And here's what was distracting for me. There was a bale of hay in the back seat of that little car. And I'm like, why does she have a bale of hay in her car? What's going on with this woman? But then the officer recognizes her. And he's like, you know, I've been to your house before. You and I have spoken before. Don't you remember... I was at your house when you thought someone was your neighbor was coming in and stealing stuff from you. And she's like, Oh yeah, yeah, he was stealing my socks and spoons. <laughs> He's a druggie. He was <sighs> all the and they were coming in. These junkies were coming in and stealing my socks and spoons. And I'm like, Lady. So then I'm thinking, okay, she's got a bale of hay and
1: mm-hmm. she's missing.
2: She's missing socks and she's missing spoons. I bet this lady has herself a pet goat. That's what I think. I think it's a goat. Goats will eat anything. And goats will definitely eat spoons, definitely eat socks. And what's all that hay for? She's probably got a pet goat and that's her problem. How do they and eat spoons? They eat everything. Goats I mean, will they wouldn't eat be that's not nailed down. They swallow they, it. Does it kill them? No, they have like iron guts or something. I don't know. Oh my god, they eat everything that's not nailed down.
0: Like yeah, you I, leave- I didn't even know. I didn't even notice the the bale of hay in the back of the car until you pointed it out. Yeah, i so I- that you know that's a good that it that's a possibility. I mean, hmm don't know
2: i mean it was just like yes lady that's that's what junkies are after she must not have anything of any value if that's what junkies are stealing from her socks and spoons <laughs> i mean she doesn't even own a television uh I've, it's just bizarre but anyway that that was the end of that exciting whole thing and yeah. uh, so then we're gonna go over to green county and this was just another bizarro mm-hmm. <laughs> Where <laughs> oh, Corporal Quagmire, because I'm just gonna call him Quagmire now. So he goes up to this vehicle and he looks in and it is a two men and a it was a man and a woman in the front seat and a man in the back seat. And as it turns out, it is an ex-husband, his ex-wife, her new boyfriend. It's a cozy situation, <laughs> and they have Pizza and donuts in the car. What is going, What,
0: what the divorced people is going on here? Well, I think that they are going up to Nye County to hang out with the chick that did the sex wrestling. Probably, and they were just and they were just taking you know snacks <laughs> because I, was, I just I don't I, this the whole thing is weird because I mean I don't I don't have an ex husband. Um, but I well, have I, ex-boyfriends and I would never, why would you go hang out with your ex with your new, your new person? Like this whole thing just was very bizarre to me.
2: Well, here's the thing.
0: Okay. If my ex drove up and he
2: said, I have pizza and donuts in the car, <laughs> well, I don't really give a rat's poop about the pizza cause I'm not a pizza eater, but those donuts, I would get in the car for the donuts. If he had donuts. <laughs> <laughs> I would definitely get in the car for the donuts. But then once I finished consuming the donuts, my ass would be out of that car quicker than you can say Krispy Kreme. But I would have gotten in the car for donuts. I would have. Well, you know what? That's good to know. That is good yeah. to know. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'd get in the car with anybody for some donuts. Y'all got donuts in it? Y'all want to bait Donna in any way? Put some donuts in the car and I'm in my flint. I'm in. Oh, my God. You just opened yourself up for some awkward moments. <laughs> <just> don't really- <laughs> we don't have a donut place around here. I mean, there, I, there's no Krispy Kreme within an hour and a half of me.
0: So, yeah, I mean, if somebody Ugh. wants to bake with some Krispy Kreme, it's probably going to work. Gonna let you know. Well, you know, that just, you know, the guy ended up getting arrested because he had a, he had a warrant. So he gets arrested and he leaves all of his belongings in his in the possession of his ex, including the pizza and donuts. So and her
2: boyfriend. Right. And and her boyfriend. boyfriend. (laughs)
0: Can we just say this lady does not have a type? That whole that whole situation was just awkward. I I, know I felt like I needed to take a shower afterwards. I I didn't. Yeah. I
2: felt dirty and then I craved donuts. So So then we're going to go over to Richland and, um, my favorite Garrett Brown is mm-hmm. headed over to help Danny Brown and he's going to help Danny Brown with two people that he's got detained. And, uh, you want to take it from here? Cause I kind of missed a little bit of this one.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, um, Deputy Garrett Brown was responding um, to a call for backup, and he gets to the traffic stop where Danny Brown had pulled two individuals out of their car. Um, you know, a guy and a girl, you know, nothing weird about it, you know, that may have been on a date or something. They were just two average young people. But the guy <laughs> straight up reminded me of Coolio. I
1: thought the same he thing. The,
0: <laughs> he had the little twist in his hair, and I was just like, oh my God coolio 2.0 i was like and the funny thing is is that there's probably a lot of people who don't even know who coolio is that you know but regardless that's who he looked like and here's what they pull out of the car now if you have something like this you know it's not like how ha- okay, I might even go out on a li- on a limb and be like, okay, you forgot that you had a spoon with residue in your car under the seat. Okay. That's plausible right. because you know you forget things. But you right. don't forget that you have an illegal sawed off shotgun in your right. possession. And not Talked only- and ready to go, right? Yes. Wasn't it like only- ready to go? Not only do you have a sawed off shotgun, but you have a mason jar of weed. Don't you think that's something you might want to go? I mean, because they're going to, obviously they're going to find it because that thing wasn't small, but here's, here's my issue. No matter what your feelings are on guns, there is no need for a gun like that. And I'm glad that they are illegal because that thing just, it, it looked, you know, and even the officer said, this thing looks like it could backfire. He's like, this thing doesn't look like it works properly. And the dude didn't even know because he claimed he hadn't shot it. So he you're hearing his foot
2: off. I mean, he could have yeah. shot his foot off. He, the yeah. power behind that, the fact that it's a sawed off shotgun, it's it's just an idiotic move, period. Nobody should have that gun. And then and and if, if we hear from that, anybody that says, wait a minute, if we hear from anybody that says you should have that gun, come on. No. jump jumping
0: a lake. Seriously. With alligators. Um, Because uh, you won't won't win your argument here. So what It's a sawed-off shotgun. Nobody needs that. Did they arrest the girl? Did she get arrested? I don't think, I don't think, I I don't recall. I guess I was just, you know what it is? It's because he looked like Coolio. Yeah. I was on YouTube looking up Coolio videos. He looked exactly like Coolio. Yeah, so I didn't. I didn't see the very ending of this. So sorry. Hope you guys did. But um, but then this w- this now okay. It was in Pasco, so it was in Florida. So it was in your neck of the woods. Mm-hmm. Um, now I know <laughs> we talked about this um earlier. The guy who was uh, reading his Bible out loud right at night in front of his house, disturbing mm-hmm. his neighbors, and pretty much. Right. Free- they were at their wits end. And I, I'm pretty sure that that guy, the neighbor that was, that complained was mm. about to get violent. Cause he, he, I think he was just, you could just tell that he was, he was done. And. <laughs> I well, have- I think here's the thing
2: that I had. Okay. And I'm a person that was raised in church and I'm a person, you know, that knows all about it, but I have not I think he was taunting his neighbor. I mean, there's I no too. good reason for him to be standing outside his door, facing his neighbor, reading scripture. There's no good reason for him to do that, other yeah. than the fact that he's taunting his neighbor. So I'm just going to go out and be a judgy you know, person here and say, you're doing Christianity wrong, because yeah. that's not nice. You know, love thy neighbor, like Tom Morris said— And go back in your house because that was not nice. And he was totally taunting his neighbor. And he he said, well, he's the one that's got the problem with me. Well, (laughs) I would have a problem with you, too. Because the only time I want to hear scripture being, you know, spoken to me in my direction is if I physically get up and go to church. So if I walk in the doors voluntarily, then I expect to hear of the church. I want to hear scripture. I don't want to be in my house on a Friday or Saturday night listening to my neighbor scream scripture across the street the driveway
0: i mean no that was rude there there's obviously some history between this individual because and because the guy that was reading the bible was rent was a renter and the one that complained was actually a homeowner and he said basically he wanted the guy to be forced to move and the (laughs) officer and, and the officer told him because there's nothing we can do. He's not breaking the law in any way because he's not breaking the noise ordinance. Cause it starts at 10 PM. Uh-huh. Um, and he, and he did go over to the guy and he's like, look, you're disturbing people and you're doing it at night when people are asleep. And mm-hmm. you know, and uh, it's just one of those situations where I've never had something like that happen. You know, usually if you're being solicited, um, by any religious organization is during the day. You know what I mean? Right. I've right. never come into contact with anyone who is out and about reading, you know, their Bible in front of their home at night loudly like that. You know what I mean?
3: Yeah, so he was, he was, he was, trying was to doing get it a on purpose. Yeah, he he was yeah, he, he was, was
0: yeah. And and that right true. there, see that that underhanded crap like that. Mm. <sighs> I'm not even going to say what I would have done if I was his neighbor, but.
2: I've been in that position. I had a neighbor that um, I didn't get along with, kind of this, and she wasn't quoting scripture to me, but she was out there screaming stuff in my direction. And let's just say that I went out in the street and told her to come out in the street, <laughs> and my husband <laughs> had to come pull me away. So, yeah, those things do get heated sometimes, but that wasn't a proud moment for me. So, we're not going to talk about it anymore. Okay. Anyway. Yeah, so, let's so. to uh, let's go to El Paso. And let's <laughs> let's go to El Paso where you have El recently Paso. visited. So this whole area is very familiar to you because you've been to their police station. You
0: know, it, and- it it was like I was just there. And I will I will say this because um, I didn't know if um, officers in Dehaas was going to be able to um, you know meet up with me that day. Um So I just sent out a tweet and she sent me a, she sent me a private message back and she was like, are you really here? And I was like, yeah. So we made a plan to meet, but she let me know ahead of time that it was going to be late because she was working the late shift. So it was going to be at the start of her um, shift. And so she said, you know, can you meet me up here at 10 PM? And I'm like, Mm -hmm. yeah, sure. No problem. And then she warns me ahead of time. She's like, just so you know, my department's in the ghetto. (laughs) We go. Oh, we go over to the department, and you know, it was it was night, so I didn't really see anything that looked. Although it was in the back of my head, I'm not going to lie because I told my husband, I was just like, "Well, she says it's in the ghetto, so let's just mm-hmm. be prepared." Mm-hmm. And we get there, and it was a little difficult for us to find because it was. We saw all the police cars, but they were in a different part. It wasn't like you know. I just guess it just. I assumed it was going to look different. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we get there, and we park. And we go in and it was just like that scene on Saturday because we parked kind of in the same spot they were in. And, but instead of getting out of our cars and fighting and beating each other up, my husband and I went in to meet (laughs) officers in Dejas, which was really cool because let me tell you people, um, a lot of people when they're on TV, um, when you see them in person, they look no, t- to me, this is, this could not be the case for everybody, but to me, they always look different, um, especially living in L.A. When you would see, you know, celebrities or whatever out in public, it takes a minute to register, you know, because they look so different than how they do on TV. Right. Um, this is not the case with officers in Dejas. First of all, I just want to say she smells so good. She's, she literally smelled like sugar, you know, just, it was like, you know, like, you know, like those, those like sugary smelling lotions and stuff that you like, if you're like, okay, it smelled like that. And she gives really, and I'm not a huggy person as you know, but Mm -hmm. it was like, you know, she gave me a hug and she totally looks exactly like she does on the show, bun on point, just adorable as anything. And we only got to spend a short time with her and we also met Ruby, one of the producers of the show. She was there and they were getting ready to the camera crew was getting ready to roll with Zendaya Haas. Um, but it was, it was really awesome meeting her and she's really super, you know, just, yeah. Anyway. So that was that, but well, that's cool. The, it, yeah. So seeing the incident on Saturday, it was funny because <laughs> it was just like, wait, we were just there. And these women, I mean, yeah, acting the fool, weren't they? They were acting a fool. And I i don't know about you, but I've never gotten into a fight like that with my cousins. You know what I mean? Like, this one, pulled you, did you see the size of that chunk they pulled her hair out of her head? She had yeah. a bald patch the size of, like, a dollar piece. And it she wasn't said. in one of those spots where you could hide it. No, it was front yeah. and center almost. She said she pulled a patch out of my head. Look. And it was a patch. I mean, it was a literal.
2: I mean, it was a nice yeah. patch, like nice temple patch. location, temple location. Just, you can't fudge that. Oh, she just jerked it out of there, man. She sure did. And yeah, she, uh, so you she's know, they're steady fighting. holding it. She is holding mm-hmm. that hair for dear life. No,
0: mm-hmm. she had
2: that hair in her friggin' hand, and she wasn't letting go of it. Did you see the, like the handful of braid she had in her hand?
0: Yeah, I saw that, and I was like, honey, I don't know uh-huh. what you think you're gonna do with that. It can't go back on. Well I mean maybe you can get that thing sewn back in there once you get some growth, but it is not going to cost
2: good money. Okay. She wasn't letting
0: go (laughs) look, I understand. I understand. But I just the whole idea that these cousins got into a fight like that, and it was probably over something stupid because I don't think we ever found out oh wait, no, we did because the younger one I guess was picking on the older one or whatever. And was saying that they that she couldn't take a joke or something stupid, and then it just escalated. Well, because of this whole situation that they did and the fighting and the acting a fool, the police ran their licenses. And wouldn't you know, Honey, that got the the ball patch in her head had three warrants. And they go to handcuff her, and she went ballistic. She went ballistic. I ain't got no
1: ones.
0: Duh. And just I was like, hold up. I mean I me confused. Go. Yes, it's always somebody else. But here's mm-hmm. the thing. You pulled in front of a police station and got into a four person fight outside of your car. What
2: were they thinking? I mean, how was that ever gonna be a good idea?
0: I mean they, they deserve she deserved to go to jail just for that because that's just being stupid, yep, so yeah, but the cousins are inside, they didn't get arrested, well, you know, I did see a tweet later on where they said that they were all arrested, that could be wrong, don't hold me to that, but she really? went kicking and screaming, you know that it wasn't her warrants, that she didn't do anything wrong, blah blah blah, blah, and she got arrested
1: right,
2: so my
0: girl. Mm-hmm. By Felicia, you know what? That would be a very awkward family reunion post <laughs> release. You know what I mean? I would love. If you to have to know. hire sec- if you
2: have to hire security for your family reunion. You probably shouldn't be
0: having a family reunion. <laughs> but what, don't you think that would be just fascinating to watch oh. a family reunion after a after a situation like that? Oh, for sure. Oh, Absolutely. My- I want but I want to
2: see like their grandmother get involved, you know, the, those are yeah. all her grandchildren fighting and acting a mm-hmm. fool in front of the police station. I want to see her get involved because, mm-hmm. you know, she'd be pulling her shoe off, beating the hell out of both of them. Yeah. But so then, well, from here, okay, we're going to go over to El, we're, we're but still in El Paso, El Paso for our last story, but I thought it was pretty funny because, um, you know, sometimes they deal with drunk people that are not funny and, that are just it's it's just very upsetting but this guy was kind of funny because it was a call that he was knocking on doors at this place i think it was a hotel slash apartment you know like you know what i mean like that kind of place where people live and he was knocking on doors so they knock on his door and uh he opens the windows and he's like oh hey guys come on in what's your name i mean that that was like his first response (laughs) like well, you know, we're here because you were causing a disturbance and you were knocking on doors and um punching windows and he goes, Well, listen, man, you know, it's it's my ex man. And so he said, Well, what's wrong with your ex? And he goes, Well, she, she took I had another another guy over here and well, she told him something. He's like, Well, what did she say? Okay, so she said, he goes, She told the other guy, I wanna f you <laughs> so the police officer's like she said she wanted to f you
0: oh so he said no is okay. it just me or do you have visions of the scene from silence of the lamb going in your head as you're watching this 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 thing right here yeah because you know there's the scene in silence of the lamb he goes i'd fuck me you know what i mean oh yeah 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 <laughs> Well then he's like whipping out his phone. He's like, hear me, and you want to
2: see a picture of her? He goes, Hey, you want to talk to her? She's coming over tonight.
0: Oh my God.
2: And, and I'm like, oh my goodness. So he's looking at the picture. He goes, Oh, that's her. And then he said, Um, then all of a sudden, kind of starts like he like hangs his head and he goes, I got warrants, man. I want to turn myself in. And he've got warrants, he just hangs his head, and goes, Yeah, man, can I can I just go ahead and turn myself in? He's like, well, yeah, you know, if you want to turn yourself in, he goes, okay, I'll do that when I'm done drinking.
0: Oh my (laughs) God.
2: Sit here and wait for you to get done drinking your beer. So he picks up this beer, which has a straw in it. He starts slurping it like, and he keeps putting his hand up, like, hold on one minute, hold on one minute. And he's slurping this beer and he goes, you know, I think I'm having a heart attack. Maybe we should call, you know, maybe we should get an ambulance and uh, the officer's like, "Man, you got jailitis, okay? The only problem <laughs> you've got right now is jailitis." And then he continues to suck on his beer, holds his hand up, and that's the end of the scene. I mean, oh that was God. it.
0: Yeah. and that's it for uh, our <sighs> IPD. I know it was. It was a crazy weekend all around. It was just, it was just crazy. So much going on. You know, like I said, you're you're crazy drunk uh drunk tweet or lack of drunk tweeting I, that's the only thing I'm, i miss about friday is that you weren't actually tweeting because that could have been hilarious well i
2: mean we got the next best thing we got my we got my notes which i thought were <laughs> comp- they're hilarious i thought they were co- going to be comp- oh no i was ahead of the game i took notes and i was ahead of the game and <laughs> i oh my
0: goodness well well i'm excited tweeting Wow. I'm excited about our interview in a little bit with officer Craig. Miles. How do you feel about that? I am very excited. And,
2: um, I, I've got, you know, we have a lot of questions. A lot of people have been submitting questions for him. I don't know that we'll get to a lot of them because there were a lot of questions. Hey
0: Donna, is that a call coming in? I wonder if that's our special guest. Okay, Live PD Nation. You've seen him on Live PD. Now help us welcome Corporal Quagmire, I mean Craig Mile, to Partners in Crime. Hello. Hi, how Hi. are you?
3: I am good. How are you, ladies?
0: Oh, we're, we're good. Greg. We're freezing, but we're good. <laughs> I mean, we can't we really have we really have nothing to say in comparison to like where you are. But for us in the South, I mean, I don't know who's playing or who's dictating the weather patterns right now, but I have issue.
3: (laughs) We So so Friday night, was a torrential downpour right before the show started. And we thought it was just going to be a total wash for us that night, no pun intended. And it actually turned out to be really good for us that night. And then it was warm. Saturday night was freezing cold. So, oh. well, I'm yeah. in
2: Florida. It's 48 degrees right now. This is insane. Oh, I wish I was
3: in Florida. It's better <laughs> than
0: 35 it is here. This is true. Oh, well, you know, I'm just a couple of gr- degrees um, above you in Chattanooga, so I know I know your pain.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so I Florida you know, comes <laughs> better.
2: Yeah, well, yeah, Florida's good. She was here a couple of weeks ago, so yeah, it's, she misses it
0: already. I wouldn't go that far, but, (laughs) you know, I miss you, Donna, but not necessarily Florida. So uh, Uh, we want to start this interview um, session off with, can you explain to us what you've been doing since five o'clock this morning?
3: Yeah, so I have several duties uh, at the sheriff's office. Uh, The Greene County Sheriff's Office, we're the largest in the state of Missouri, uh, the largest sheriff's office and where we uh, have the third largest city we that is in our county um, in the state so with our agency being so large a lot of us have double duties that we do so not only am i a canine handler and a canine instructor and uh, the public relations coordinator for the agency so with that whenever we have big events that happen or anything that needs pushed out on social media, Facebook, Twitter, next door, uh, Instagram, stuff like that. I'm the one that pushes all that out.
0: Okay. So this morning,
3: uh, about four o'clock this morning, uh, we had one of our officers, Corporal Ramsey that attempted to stop a truck for no license plate. The vehicle failed to yield and the short pursuit began, uh, unbeknownst to Corporal Ramsey. He couldn't see, uh, the driver's side i guess due to how the truck was driving or where it was driving but the driver was shooting at him um, oh. from the driver's seat of the truck and corporal ramsey was about to terminate because um he was going into a heavily or populated area of our county and all of a sudden the truck stopped and the driver just started con- or continued shooting at corporal ramsey so Corporal okay. Ramsey continued to pursue, uh, creating a little bit of distance, you know, so the bullets didn't hit his car or hit him. Uh, lost sight of the suspect. Springfield Police Department picked it up. Suspect bailed underneath uh, overpass on a set of railroad tracks, and as he was running, was shooting at the officers. So, of course, oh, the officers God. took cover, and uh, a suspect uh, got away this morning. However, we have been working diligently all morning to uh, try to figure out who he was or who she was. Um, and hopefully we'll be able to find him today. So
0: was oh the, was the that is insane. Was the vehicle stolen?
3: Yes. Yeah. The vehicle was <sighs> stolen in a county just south of ours. Wow. Yep, so there is never a dull moment in law enforcement. That's why I got into this field is because it's not an office job. You never know what Call your right. get You never know who you're going to see or wow. talk to or deal with. And
2: we know. got a lot of questions on Twitter um, this morning. I didn't expect to get so many questions. I mean, and there were people that just as soon as we the gate was open, they just went for it. Um, so <laughs> um, I saw that you know you thought a couple of them were good questions. So I guess I'm going to ask one of them, which is. Who gets more attention, you or Lore? And is the other person or canine jealous when that happens? I think I know the answer to this question. <laughs> I think I do too. Well, but of course, <laughs> let's hear it.
3: I think everybody knows the answer to that question. Lore always gets the most attention. <laughs> he's he's Aww. a handsome he's a handsome guy. Um, no, I don't. I don't get jealous, and he doesn't get jealous. We um, we get to go a lot of we get to go to a lot of neat places. We get to see a lot of. Uh, different and unique people. Uh, we've had many opportunities together. Uh, my opportunities have come from him, and his opportunities have came from me. And um, you know, he got to go pretty neat. He got to go in a private chartered helicopter ride uh, last year, and we've been all over the state of Missouri. We've been to Colorado and Tennessee together doing training oh, wow. and seminars, and so we have we have traveled a lot. Uh, we have seen a lot, we have done a lot and, uh, it's, it's neat to be able to take a human and teach them to understand how to train a dog and teach the dog the understanding of what you're wanting them to do. So to have a bond and for a human to be able to form that bond with an animal, a dog, to perform these tasks to save people's lives and to rescue people is really cool so um, I like thought that no was a funny question re- but
2: yeah it's like no other that. I mean that bond is just yeah. like no other it's just awesome yep. is, so is K- is K-9, I get that
0: question it, a lot though is canine lore <laughs> your first canine
3: he is my first canine yes
0: and has he has he bitten anyone yet oh yes Oh, now. Ooh, we're we to
2: love one. these stories. We, Let's hear. I love these
0: stories. Can we can can you tell us about his like most what was
2: the worst?
0: Yes, the the mo- and you can be you can be graphic. Like I want to know that the criminal went down crying like a baby. So. <laughs>
3: so, probably the the one that Laura's uh, known for around our area. Um we had uh, been working traffic enforcement one day and this black truck came up to a stop sign and came to an abrupt stop. And I look over, I'm standing there talking to somebody on the side of the road. And this guy is just being very, um, animated with his hands. His hands are going everywhere. You can tell he's just, he, he, he almost looks like, um, I don't know what the best word to describe. He's just tweaking um Mm. brux isn't real bad which is the jerking of the jaw you can tell and and he starts flipping his windshield off there's nobody around there's nobody at any other stop sign there's he just starts flipping his windshield off and he's just yelling i'm like i'm gonna go stop you so i get him behind him I, i turn my lights and siren try to stop him and he takes off so we get in pursuit the residential area he goes through somebody's fence and i terminate at that point because i don't know if there's kids in the backyard i don't know if there's anybody you know, anywhere around in the backyards or anything. And Uh I don't want him to continue fleeing from me. So I stop. Um, one of the St. Louis Cardinals pitchers happens to live in this neighborhood. I don't know if he's a pitcher anymore, (laughs) uh, but he happened to live in the neighborhood and the truck actually went right in front of his house and he was in his garage working on stuff. So he saw this guy blow through this fence. He runs the Cardinals pitcher runs and gets his gun. Uh, Uh and he calls 911 and he says, Hey, this truck Tried to get out on James River, it's stuck in the fence, and the suspect took off running. So we go over there, Laura starts a track. We track from the truck through this residential neighborhood. Laura takes me into a backyard uh to underneath of a house in a crawl space. So we have a lot of crawl spaces here in Missouri. Um so he goes to the crawl space, he's sniffing, and you could just it's almost like he's sucking the air out from underneath the house. You can just hear how hard he's sniffing. I think some of you have heard that on his narcotic sniffs on live PD. Yes. Yes. So he gives me an indication that somebody's under there. So I pull the cover off and I give my announcements and I hear nothing. And I wait and I wait and I wait and I give my announcements again, giving this guy the opportunity to give up before he meets my dog. Mm-hmm. So he doesn't say anything, no nothing at all. So I send Laura, underneath the house, Laura goes underneath there, and next thing I know, this guy is just screaming bloody murder. So he says, Oh, your dog's bite me. He's biting me. He's biting me. So at this point, I tell Lore to come back to me, to spit the guy out and to come back to me. Lore isn't coming back, which is not typical. Typically, whenever I tell Lore to spit somebody out, he does it within seconds and is coming back to dead. Well, he's not coming back. So you're in this fatal funnel because you're in this little bitty crawl space uh, that now I've no. got to poke my head in,
0: Ugh. not knowing
3: if this guy's got a gun. I'm thinking, well, if he's got a gun, he's already a shot more. So I've got to go underneath the house with him. So my supervisor at the time and I crawled underneath the house. I shined my light over, and the reason is not coming to me is because the guy has his feet wrapped around what looked like one of the sewer pipes underneath the house. So he's getting scissor-locked. Wow of the pipe, he's got Laura in a headlock and he's oh. beating Laura in the nose and in the face. Oh
1: no. Yeah.
3: Like they teach you to do with the shark. You know, if you hit him in the nose, they'll pop right. off. Yeah. Right. Well what they don't know is that's that's like a game to Laura. He loves it whenever you want to play rough with him. So oh, he's wow. he's just beating Laura in the head, something him, hitting him in the eyes. Uh, I told the guy, I said you let go of my dog and I'll call my dog off. Well, he lets go of his legs, and then he starts kneeing Laura in the side and his ribs. Uh. I said, you hit my dog one more time. I'm going to shoot you. And (laughs) he says, okay, okay, okay. I give up. I give up. I give up. And he lets go of Laura, but he goes to kick him one more time. Uh. I said, wrong move, because at this time, Laura had spit him out. So I told Laura to bite him again. (laughs) Um, Lauren ended up biting him again, um, because the guy was non-compliant. He's still wanting to sit there and fight. Um, he finally decided to give up. I called Laura off. There is blood everywhere. So Laura got a hold of his left arm. Um, he had a tattoo and I don't remember what his tattoo said. Uh, it didn't say that anymore. (laughs) No. So he ripped up all the tendons in his left arm, um, (laughs) What I didn't know is that, uh, the guy went, well, the guy went to the hospital, um, Laura had blood all over him, but you know, I figured that mm-hmm. was a suspect's blood. So guy gets to the hospital. I've got in a muzzle because I don't want him thrashing his blood around and everything. And yeah. I take in him and wash his mouth out and everything with the water hose in the back of the house. And I get a phone call from one of the deputies and they said, Hey, doc wants to know, um, if you shot this guy. And i said what are you talking about i said no i didn't shoot him i said lord bit him and he said well he's got a bullet lodged in his arm and i said, oh. oh no because what happened is lore ended up having a root canal and i put a silver implant on his tooth or the vet did so what happened is lord broke his tooth off in this guy's arm oh, and the wow. tooth was lodged inside the guy's arm so the doctor thought that i had shot the guy which i didn't he saw in the x-ray Lore's silver tooth stuck in him so they had to take him in for surgery had to repair the tendons and remove the bullet from his arm. Uh, and it was a tooth. Laura ended up going the into surgery in himself. Yeah. Yeah. So Laura ended up going, no, it wasn't a filling. It was a silver cover, like a, a fang for a wolf.
2: Oh, yeah. Like or, a plate over the tooth.
3: Yes. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So uh, Laura went into surgery and he had to uh, have his entire tooth removed because it was one of his main canines. Um, okay. But that hasn't stopped him since then. He's. Um, apprehended several people. Um, wow. So he's good. He's good at what he does. He loves He loves doing what he. he's trained to do, and he loves working.
2: I think I noticed, here's how I know how well trained he is. Um, because the other night when he was searching the vehicle and there were chicken bones all over the car. Now, I had a German huh? Shepherd, and I can promise you this, my German Shepherd would have been eating those chicken bones. <laughs> or trying to so you know that he's a well very well trained dog when he just mm-hmm. doesn't even go near the chicken bones what the yeah, heck we was call the deal with chicken bones why has that guy got chicken bones all over his car besides needles but chicken bones
3: well that car he didn't have needles that car he didn't have needles that one there he just had the marijuana pipe and the uh
2: oh, a marijuana
3: pipe okay yeah he had the he had the marijuana piper on all the fireball Underneath these drivers. That's
2: seats. right, fireball uh, ball. So he just had the munchies, and
1: okay,
3: yes,
1: that makes.
2: Sense. And was
3: using his floorboard as a uh, trash can. No, but <laughs> so the training that we do with the dogs, we we put our we put food out whenever we're doing training for narcotics. We put food out, and we we call it proofing, and we proof our dogs off of the food, so they're not allowed to lick or want any desire to do with any of the food because that's not where the reward is. The reward is whenever they find the narcotics. So our dogs will always walk food. They will never lick it. They'll never eat it. They'll never mess with it. Um, They just leave it.
0: That's amazing. Oh, wow. Hey, Donna, we would make horrible canines. We (laughs) will.
1: We'd be all over
0: those chicken bones. You know, I'd be taking the fried chicken skin off first, but we'd be all over those chicken bones, all all over that food. That's
1: funny. (laughs) <laughs> yeah,
0: we're eaters. We would, be
1: good.
0: we would not be good. But we have noticed that canine lore is becoming quite the little fan favorite on the show.
3: <laughs> well, that's good. So, yeah.
0: So, um, and that's and you know what? And the let, let's just be honest. The canines are always going to be the the favorite over the officers just because they have four legs and fur. Um, Absolutely. But lore is a good looking dog. Mm-hmm. so thank you the late the ladies you know it's 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 funny the way the um the followers of the show react to canines sometimes the way they respond to tweets or comments on twitter you would think they're talking about an actual man you know yes. he's so gorgeous oh he and sometimes i'll talk to don and i'll be like girl have you seen some of the comments about <laughs> the canines i mean it's almost like you know they're they're taking it a little too far. So I'm sure that you're already used to the loving that he that's thrown in his direction just because you know he's your dog and dogs get attention. But um, well, I I have for I for one have really enjoyed watching um, lore because you know when it when it's colder out we typically don't see many canines, especially in the majority of the cities because it's super cold. Um, I, I, know that they are still used, but we just went through, uh, unless it was canine flex and Sergeant Leverett, we didn't really see many canines um, uh, unless they were in Florida because they always, they always had a canine in the lineup, but you uh-huh. guys have, cause, um, Jeffersonville is on hiatus t- until sometime later this month, um, you and canine lore have been kind of the constant, I know, um, Slidell has a canine that's been on um, regularly, but it's not like you get to see them in action. It's, they're there, but they're not, you know, um, tracking or whatever the case may be. But we've actually gotten to see Lore in action almost every weekend. And that is what I think people are loving is because they're get- finally getting to see a canine do their job. And it's just like, oh, we love you, Lore. So I can just, I can just imagine... <laughs> You know, the, the thing now, w- were you guys prepared for the live PD fandom associated <laughs> with Twitter?
3: No. So I didn't even have a Twitter account <laughs> until live PD. Um, mm-hmm. So I took over Green County's social media whenever I became the public relations coordinator. And I took over their Twitter and Facebook and Instagram and next door and all that stuff. So I didn't even, I had never tweeted before in my life until October of last year.
1: And that was the first time
3: that I took over Twitter. Yeah. So whenever live PD came, you know, I've been talking to the camera crew and I've been talking to other agencies that have been with live PD and um, they were talking about the hype with the fan base and people that follow live PD and stuff like that. And I thought, well, we'll try it and see what happens. Mm -hmm. So here we are today. And, You know, I look at uh, other Twitter pages and, I mean, there's a lot of people that follow law enforcement and, you know, several years ago, it wouldn't have been like that.
0: This show shows us, and I I put myself into this because me, you know, I say this quite often is that you know, you, you're when you grow up, you're taught, you know, to respect authority, which includes law enforcement. If you're ever in trouble, you're, you're to call the police. You call 911. And that was kind right. of the extent of my interaction with law enforcement, you know, other than getting pulled over traffic stops and that kind of stuff. When you see what you guys deal with on a daily basis, it opens your, it literally opens your eyes because it it's not all you know, police chases and beat downs and stuff like that. It's just trying to help your everyday citizens who turn around and then say the most horrific things to you after you help them. It's watching people poop, <laughs> poop themselves, you know, in the back of police. I mean, yeah, clothes.
2: just the stuff that you deal with. I mean, just yes, the stuff it, that you, I
0: mean, it, we had it, no idea. No idea. No
2: clue, no clue whatsoever what you deal with.
0: You guys go when everybody's running the opposite direction. You are going towards the burning building, the the auto accident, the person with a gun, you know, the domestic dispute. You guys are going towards the situation when others would be going away. And I think that's a big thing. And people need to remember that. So I love that about the show. I love that it's bringing, like, just... I, I, don't, I, I don't know. I can't put it into words, but I agree with you. I think that and this fandom associated with the show is insane. People pick their favorite officers, their favorite departments, and their favorite canines like they're picking their favorite football team.
1: <laughs> and
0: if you, and if you don't like, and the funniest thing is, and this is all new to me too. I don't know, Donna. You may have because Donna used to she used to date a cop. So she knows kind of more, um, about the whole thing surrounding cops than I do. But it's when I, I kind of liken it to like new kids on the block. I don't know your age, but when I was in middle school, new kids on the block were on the scene and that's who, oh my God, you, you fangirled over new kids on the block and you picked which of the new kids on the block was going to be your boyfriend slash husband. And if someone else liked the same new kid that you did, oh, uh, uh-uh, uh we're taking the earrings off.
2: Because in got- other words, you got you've got groupies now and you've got yes, and you you know, we refer to them as badge bunnies, badge yes. bunnies, but prepare are, are you married? I mean, I know that's a personal question, but
3: no, I am. Yes.
2: You are married and see, I mean, I feel bad for all the spouses now because for every police officer that's on the show and, and the majority are, ma- the majority are married. I just feel bad with what they have to deal with because now you're going to have groupies just from being
0: on the show. <laughs> I'm sure you're aware. <laughs> I'm sure you're aware now that this yeah, is going to sure, happen. You're an, officer. you're an officer. You already have groupies, but it's, it's funny how just Twitter it's it, cause you know, now fan pages pop up. So now it's not that you're just picking your favorite officer for like, you know, cause there's a, there's a page, um, I think, you, um, the live PD fantasy league. So uh-huh. whenever the lineup comes out, you pick your favorite officer that you think is going to get the most points at the end of the, the show, whatever. Um, that's different than, okay, well now officer, I mean, um, Corporal Quagmile has, it's Craig mile. What did I say? (laughs) Please say his name right. I'm begging you to say it right. What did I say? I just said that. You said Quag. (laughs) Oh, you did. Okay, you did. You said Corporal Craig (laughs) Miles. Look, my my tongue sometimes (laughs) just has a mind of its own. But what I'm saying is now you have you have I see that you have a fan page. It's called something like Miles Mob. And I'm, Uh I'm like, holy crap, it's only been like a month or, I mean, you haven't been on that very long and you've already got a, you've already got your own personal fan page. So now these, these people are going on there and it's just like, it's, it's to me, it's just, it's just funny because it's, (laughs) it's like, like I said, it's like picking your fate. You're picking your fantasy football team, but with police officers. Right. And these these people take How is
2: it for you? I mean, is it weird? Do you find it weird?
3: Um, no, not really. I mean, so going into the live PD with lore, because I had lore's own Facebook page. Well, lore has his own Facebook page that I do for him, of course, because he doesn't have thumbs. Um, <laughs> so, you know, he's got a, he's got, I don't know, like twenty five, twenty six hundred 2600 followers on Facebook. So it was kind of the same way on Facebook and within our community. Everybody knows him here.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, everybody knows who K9 lore is in the community way before live PD was even thought of. Um, so you have that here on the local level, it's just expanded nationally now. Yeah. So it's not, for me, it's not anything different now for another deputy or another officer, it might be different that hasn't, uh, dealt with people requesting you. I mean, cause Lord gets requested for birthday parties. We get requested to go to, um, businesses, to dinners, to events. We get requested for just about everything, Oh, wow. um, in our community so we're used to being put I guess in the spotlight and so you're basically to... telling
0: us that you're popular
3: not well yeah Laura is I mean and, the then, and then in on...
0: association you would be too
3: right yep by proxy so
0: so you guys would sit at the cool kids table <laughs>
3: Potentially, So that's what you're saying yes. <laughs> yes.
0: now how how old is Lore? <laughs>
3: He is nine.
0: Oh, wow. Really? I didn't realize I no I thought he was still a young baby, a young doc. I mean, not that that's all, but yeah, I, did, I didn't realize he was nine. So I'm all thinking, yeah. oh, yeah, Lore's only been in the game for a year or two. And it's like, uh no, he started the game, honey. <laughs> yeah, wow. Yeah, so
3: Lore, we got him when he was a year and four months old. Oh. Um, so we've been together ever since. He came to me. He knew nothing. He um, he knew what he he didn't even know what his name was. Um, <laughs> he knew how to bite a sleeve, and he knew how to use the restroom, and that was it. The rest of it we had to teach him. It was all in his heart and his mind. We just had to bring it out of him and teach him. Yeah.
0: Now he's um, been taught well. He's been taught yeah, very well. Has. What What kind well, of thanks. dog is Lore?
3: So his paperwork says that he's a Dutch Shepherd. Me okay. personally, I think he's a German Shepherd. I don't think he's a Dutch Shepherd, but I'm not going to argue with the person that bred him. First of all, mm-hmm. I didn't know the person that bred him. Uh, he came to us from Czechoslovakia, so okay. on his passport paperwork and everything that we got, it says Dutch Shepherd on it. Huh?
0: You know what? Yeah. I, it, mm, I, yeah, because I isn't. Hey, Donna, isn't that what? Uh, Canine Flex is, a Dutch Shepherd? I believe so. And I think... I, he's I not think a Belgian... Sh- I don't
2: know. Canine Flex... He may be a Belgian Shepherd. Is he? he or He's Bel- not a... Mal—Mal? Mal- what is the name? Mal- Mal- Malinois. Yeah. Belgian Malinois. I'm not
0: sure. I'm not sure what Flex is. Yeah, that's another her. thing we're having to get used to is is you can't just refer to a, a canine by their name. You actually have to be... You have to be prepared to tell people what breed they are. And that's where I get an F. I'm just like, it's a dog. I, I don't, I don't know. Donna knows because Donna, <laughs> ha- Donna had a German Shepherd. So she knows her Shepherds. And when I see uh-huh. one on, on TV, um, I, I know what a German Shepherd is, as opposed to, you know, other breeds. But I'm one of those, when I look at all the German Shepherds, I can't tell them apart. They look, they look oh, very similar. See, Donna can. That's why I appreciate dogs like Canine lore, canine because they look different. You know what I mean? Than the than the right. what I see the most of, which lore. is the German Shepherd look.
2: Lore has some beautiful yeah. markings. I mean, around his exactly. eyes, he's got very different markings, and they're just
3: beautiful. He does.
0: And I he's also he's one of the right only, only black dogs.
3: Yes. Yeah, because yeah, most we, German Shepherds you see are like more brown.
0: Yeah, yeah. and and I think I think you uh, I think you and Officer. Jake Morris out of Slidell are the only two that have black dogs on the show right now.
3: Um, well, we've got I- we've got two other dogs at Green County that look similar to Lore. Um, oh, really? And yeah, and we got them from overseas as well. So, yep, they look similar to him. They're the same how, colors.
0: How long have you been in law enforcement?
3: Since two
0: thousand and four. Oh wow. What did you bef- What did you do before then?
3: I was in the military. I was in the army.
0: Oh, okay. Well, thank you for your service in that thank you. aspect too. Well,
3: thanks.
0: I mean, thank you're you. you're just all about protecting us. I see, and I appreciate that.
3: Yeah.
0: <laughs> I really do.
3: <laughs> I went in the army right after, right as soon as I graduated high school.
0: Oh wow. Uh huh.
2: So, how long did you Were you in the army?
3: Well, I was in the army from 1998 until 2013. Whenever I retired.
0: Okay. Wow. Oh wow. He. So you're. So you're saying that you
2: graduated from high school in 1998.
0: Yeah, did. Donna. He's you're younger
2: than s- us. <laughs> I mean, you're young.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I am. I just,
2: I'm just sitting here thinking how old I am now. So <laughs> thanks for that. <laughs> 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 that's what you gotta remember.
3: You can be a police officer now at the age of twenty one. So there's a lot of people out there that are a lot younger than I am.
2: Yeah, that's well, that is true. But, and you know, here's the thing that, that I'm gonna bring up, and I bring it up with everyone, and you know, Kayla kind of cringes, but I don't care. I'm fascinated by it. So the one thing that we have learned watching does live TV this PD have to do with
0: does this have to do yes. with oh, Code God. Brown.
2: Code Brown. Okay. I had no clue that you guys deal with so many poopy people. I had no clue the grossness that occurs that you're forced to deal with. So my question, no, I had no clue. I had absolutely no clue that this is so prevalent because we see it every single week. So now I ask you, what is your grossest story? What is the grossest thing you've had to deal with?
3: (laughs) I Uh... love asking
2: this question.
3: The grossest thing that I've ever had to deal with was a person who died. Oh, no. In the middle of summer. Um, <sighs> it was 105 degrees out, and they oh, no. passed away oh. at the very beginning of summer. And I guess they didn't have any family because nobody knew to go check on them, and they had been down. So, one thing you'll find is whenever people start to. Um, yep. One thing that we'd notice whenever you start to pass, you'd go and you turn the temperature up because you're cold. Your blood mm-hmm. starts thinning and you're getting really cold, especially elderly people. Yeah. So, this guy had cranked his heat all the way up. When we got there, the windows were covered in flies. Oh. Um, and he had literally melted through his mattresses.
2: Yeah, it's disgusting i've actually dealt with this i was an i was a an apartment manager for many years and i had this exact same thing happen so and i've and i had to walk into it so i know what you're talking about and that is an odor yeah. that you will never forget
3: yeah <gasps> yeah so whatever whatever you go to i don't even know like what to that, say oh, no it's disgusting Oop.
0: See, and and my, (laughs) my dad, my dad, um, was in the, um, mortuary sciences, um, Uh you know, field. (laughs) So I know the smell of like formaldehyde and, you know, from the funeral aspect, like funeral home aspect. And I'm, and I'm not, and I'm not keen on any of those smells. I don't. I, I don't want to ever run it like, okay. It was, it's just a descriptor that you use that he melted through his. Oh yes.
2: (laughs) Girl, your nose hairs, your eyes water, your nose hairs completely dissolve. I mean, I'm telling you, it is the worst odor that you, even now I can smell it just talking about it because you will never forget it. This lady happened to have laid there for five days. Again, with the heat on. So I know exactly what you're talking about.
3: Did you have to like. For two, over two months.
1: Oh my God. Two months.
3: Oh yeah. It it had to have been at least, you know, of course at that point you can't determine, but literally melted through. He melted through his mattress, the box springs into the carpet, into the carpet padding and was starting to um, coagulate and collect underneath the trailer. So it went through the plywood as well. The uh,
2: flooring Oh gosh. Uh, that is nasty. <laughs> where was he? he didn't yeah, have any bad. family or anything. I guess I that, that's so, no. sad that nobody that even is missed That is very him. sad. That is very yep. sad. Well, this lady oh, was just the the... state. I mean, the lady that I walked in, she was at the you know when their bodies kind of bloat and then the skin cracks and all that. I mean, that's where she was at. But oh, I'm aware. Yeah it's gross i mean it's still disgusting
3: Ugh. Yeah. yeah yeah so that's probably gross. the 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 dir, the probably the worst smelling uh, the dirtiest that i've ever been on i mean i've been on a ton of calls you know working for what is it 14 15 years now 14 years um so you know some we don't yeah. tell because of family members and stuff like that but um yeah it was pretty pretty gross.
0: That's pretty You know cool. all, of, all of all of a sudden my gummy worms don't seem so appealing.
3: <laughs> oh I love gummy worms. <laughs> me
0: oh me too. Donna that, this Donna chick Re- eats Donna, gummy worms all
2: day it's not my thing.
0: Uh, look it's it's not just it's not just gummy worms. I love gummy bears, gummy worms, gummy fish, gummy I just love gummy candy, you know. Um
3: on live night gummy we worms twizzers.
0: See now that's the only one I can't do. It's something it's something about the consistency of Twizzlers that I can't that I can't I, it's not my jam. But if you give me a bag yeah. of gummy worms, oh, I'm I'm it's just it's my thing. But all of a sudden I'm they're not looking appealing at all. <laughs> Just, well, I think I just, that was
2: one of the questions. What are the snacks that you have when you're on call? So that's one of the questions. Please I think don't we
0: have say beef one. jerky. If you say beef jerky, don't answer the question.
3: <laughs> snacks whenever we're on call? Uh, yeah. I don't know. I don't carry a ton of snacks in my Tahoe. I mean, on live nights, we do Twizzlers because the camera guys, they like Twizzlers. So we eat Twizzlers <laughs> on live nights. Um. <laughs> Other than that, I, I don't, I mean, it's kind of rude to eat whenever you're on a call. Uh, it kind
2: of is. So, I mean, I was sitting here thinking why, yeah. I mean, but we do have a lot of officers that have beef jerky and their patrol cars always, and they're all eating beef jerky, and that's not fun.
3: Yeah. What's your go-to know, what's I mean, your
2: good I mean, food when you're off duty? How about that? What's your go-to yeah, when you you go. you're off
3: duty? The go-to whenever I'm off duty?
2: Yeah. What's your
3: Oh, I don't, have what's your I don't really have jam. Money. Food wise, well, I ate anything. I don't. Uh, well, uh, so I ate. Um, the crew and I went to, and I've I've never eaten Indian food before.
0: Really, one
3: of the guys on the yeah, one of the guys on the crew went. He wanted to go eat Indian food. Oh my lord, that was disgusting! I will never eat Indian food <laughs> See, again. So, I'm livid.
0: Anything I but Indian food. I hate Indian food. I hate it. She loves oh. it. I hate
3: it.
0: I <sighs> hate Indian. Food. Are you more more like a meat and potato guy?
3: Yeah, I'll eat anything. Meat and potatoes. I'll eat chicken. I'll eat I eat anything. Doesn't matter. Fish. I love fish. I love seafood.
0: <gasps> now you're talking. See, that's that's my thing. I love I love fish. I mean, oh, I could eat fish all day. Um, it's delicious. Yeah. So now now, yes. now now I feel that you and I can be friends.
1: Same so. Oh you wow. Salmon.
0: Ooh, yeah. salmon. I love. I, 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 I feel I feel like um you know like in Forrest the movie Forrest Gump, and uh, I feel like Bubba Gump because he's just you know like I like um bull shrimp, coconut shrimp,
2: bull <laughs> shrimp.
0: Mm-hmm. I'm like that with any seafood <laughs> other than squid. I I don't eat squid, and I don't eat whale or dolphin. Those are my limits. Anything else is, whoo. For the eating, <laughs> so if well, it think- swims, I eat it for the most part.
1: Yes. Uh,
2: not me. One of the other questions is, um, what is your favorite music? So, what's what are you listening to?
3: I listen to everything. Um, so I listen to a lot of iHeartRadio. Um, I we have. I think most officers in the United States have like their music that they listen to whenever they're going to a hot call um, and then you got your music that you listen to whenever you're just driving around. So if I'm in my patrol car, I don't have satellite radio. So I just listen to local radio stations, whatever is on. Uh, And then in my truck, I've got uh, my radio, I've got satellite in my my personal POV. So I listen to nineties on nine and new music and country. I listen to just about everything.
0: Okay. Hold on. Okay, 90s, now we're talking. But even more well, so... he graduated years.
2: from high school in
0: 98, Kayla. Well, so, I graduated yeah. from, from well. high school in 94, so... oh,
3: see, you, you listen to 80s? Older. Yeah, I listen yeah, to the 80s. Yeah, like that
0: much eight. older than him. But yeah.
3: when yeah.
0: we're, we're talking about country year. music, are you talking about country music or are you talking about pop country?
3: So if you follow my Twitter page, you'll know that my grandfather and his brother started the ball Nover show back in 1959 in Branson.
0: I saw that. It
3: was. Yes. So my grandfather was a comedian on the stage. His story, his stage name was George Agernight. And so that is like original country music, um, you know, back in the fifties and the sixties and seventies and everything yes. else. So, the new country, I do listen to some of the new country, um, but I still like you know the old Garth Brooks and the old um, Reba McIntyres and listen yes. to Johnny Cash and yes, and I'm a huge I'm a huge Elvis freak too, so I like Elvis. Presley. Oh yeah. Now,
0: now you know what this is what I would call an ED moment, erectile dysfunction moment. That you just made me go oh, because oh come on, I, you don't love what? Elvis. No. I don't. I do not. And you know what? Dude, I have that's gotten not even so- American. What? Hold up, <laughs> Sister Sledge. You gotta love Elvis. Not like Elvis. I do not like Elvis, and he- And let me tell oh, you why.
2: No. Because
0: when you grow you up. You Better edit this might- part out. No, we're I know, gonna, No, we're, we're not to gonna be edited. Gonna- You're going to have haters coming out of the woodwork. Haters anyway, just because people need something to do. <laughs> I- but let me. But let me just say. I'm not a fan of Elvis. I mean, I didn't. I don't hate him on a personal level. I'm not a fan of his music at all. I know of his music. Mm-hmm. I've heard his music. I'm just not a fan. But let me tell you, Johnny Cash, that's my man. I love Johnny Cash. My cousin Cash. used
3: to I, sing for Johnny Cash.
0: Oh, see, I really? Williams. Yeah. That's that Willie Nelson, Merle Haggard. Yep. You know all like. The, the Highwaymen, now that's my jam. My fate of all time, my well, those favorite sound.
3: <laughs> You're Look, like putting 2000 pop culture into country western music.
0: Into classic. But, you know, my favorite soundtrack of all time is. Whitney Houston. <sighs> yours? No.
3: no, I'm kidding. I can I answer was this
2: guessing I can answer her question. I know what Stop I know the answer it. to this.
0: Oh, let me say it: the soundtrack to *Urban Cowboy*. Mm-hmm. That is by. So far, he doesn't even
2: know. He's too young. He doesn't even he know does. *Urban Cowboy*. What are you talking about? *Urban Cowboy*.
3: The
0: oh, sound. Okay. The soundtrack to that movie. Because when I was a kid in the late, um, like the early '80s. Um, like when I was around five, six, you know, early eighties, whatever. My family, we would go on like road trips, even if it was just to drive an hour away and back. And that at that time, that was a style of music that was popular. Um, and so that brings back a lot. I associate a lot of music with memory. And that always brings my my feel good, you know, part out is when I hear that kind of so that Soundtrack is by far my favorite. I have others like but the Soundtrack. You don't like wrote.
3: Elvis Presley, but you like John Travolta trying to be a cowboy? Look, I didn't. I
0: Yeah, didn't say that a little, little less a conversation, a little more action, please, Kayla. You know, I never said, you will never hear me say that I'm a fan of John Travolta either. I'm talking <laughs> music. I watched Ever oh, okay, gotcha. Winger because All I loved Ever Winger. Okay? okay? Let's just make that clear. Um, <laughs> I mean, just in general She didn't even genre. get
2: my reference You didn't even get my reference That just went right over your head It makes me so I didn't sad. hear you, what did you say? I said a little less conversation A little more action, please Oh, God. <laughs> you know Heard you. <laughs> All this conversation What is it, all this conversation Ain't satisfaction in me
1: Yeah
0: <laughs> Suck it, is all I have to say to you I mean Right, but you know what um, Corporal Craig Mile um,
3: Yes she said it. Pronunciation I,
0: You have a very for me, It's just a very difficult name for me to say Because it just wants to take it My tongue wants to go in a different direction Each time um, uh-huh. We would love to have you back To play a game of 20 questions <laughs> <laughs> See, it, it it is, it is like a date and I'm, and I'm sure that I failed miserably and that we would not be going on a date together because, <laughs> I was just like, honestly, I, you know, I, I, you know, your wife must be a very strong person to deal with you guys Cause I can tell that you're, you're a handful
3: just from this. She is. Yeah. But face, so you guys didn't even ask hard questions. You get just asked like the same mundane questions that kindergartners would ask.
2: Oh no, he did not. Well, we threw you softballs because we want you yes, to come yes, back on the can. show. It's because we know <laughs> <this is, laughs> who you are, we don't personally this, know. Yeah. Wait, uh, this is called the old bait and switch, okay? Because now we've baited you, and next time you just wait. You <laughs> oh. just wait. All right. Oh, you so have no that.
3: I talk to diverse groups, I talk to all ages, I talk to Everything from three and four year olds all the way to I've been to retirement homes um, with Laura talking. So, since Laura and I have been together, I have talked to uh, drunken women at parties, drunken men at parties. I have, I have, have, it's not on calls, it's going because they want to meet Laura and it was everybody's there drinking and uh, they thought that I was. So, I went to. the uh, Shriners ladies, and they wanted a demo for Lore. from Lore, so I show up and I leave Lore in the vehicle because I always leave him in there until I figure out the layout and where everybody is, and you know yeah. if I need to move chairs or something like that so they're not in his way. So I walk in in uniform. Well, some of the women didn't know that I was there to talk about uh, Lore, so they asked. They thought you were a stripper. Yes.
0: They- <laughs> See, now we're talking, because this is the direction then, my questions l- l- go in. I'm not lying. Okay. So, finish the, the end, story. Now I so know. then at
3: the end, I don't know what a paddle party is. I've never been <laughs> to a paddle party. They said, because our canine our unit is based solely off of donations. So, they said, oh, we want to have a paddle party. Would you like to come and join? And I said, what's a paddle party? And, of course, all these drunk women are just sitting there giggling like little schoolgirls. And I said, no, really, I have no idea what the hell a paddle party is. And they said, oh, so this woman holds up a paddle and she says, use your imagination. And I said, well, yeah. I still have no idea. My imagination probably doesn't need to be said here. So I so finally found out what a paddle basically party They basically
0: was. wanted to bend you over their knee and spank you or you spank them. I
3: believe so. I believe so. So yes.
0: you know, this, this is I where my expertise them,
3: I yeah. told them politely that we can't talk like that and, and be that way because we have to be professionals. They didn't understand that.
0: Oh yeah, that's that's always that you know, that's when all the fun just goes out of a room when you say you can't do something fun. I
2: understand. Well, hey, let me ask you: Did you even bring Lore into all that nonsense? Because I'd have left him in the car. I'm like, I'm not bringing my sweet dog into these old nasty old ladies.
3: Well, yeah, I mean they weren't old and nasty, but yeah, they yeah I brought him in because they didn't start <laughs> getting that way until, I mean, you know, there there were a couple of them who said, "Are you here for the? Are you the entertainment for the night?" I said, "No." I said, "Well." I, I said, well, it depends what entertainment you're looking for. They said, I have Laura in the car with me. And they said, well, that wasn't what we were hoping for. I said, well, I've got a dog out there. And are like, oh, my gosh, bring him in.
0: Well, this has, been, this has been fun. And I appreciate you coming on to our podcast. Thank you again. We appreciate it.
3: You're welcome, ladies.
0: Well, guys, that's the end of this week's podcast. We hope you found it as entertaining as it was for us talking about it. So until next week, remember to always smile. It increases your face value.
1: Bye, y'all.